Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I had a couple of brief but wonderful conversations yesterday. One woman told me how she's having so many, she didn't use the word revelations, but I will, revelations and experiences so quickly that she hasn't even had time to sit down and tell me about them, except to say that it feels like an ungluing of everything she thought was solid in her life. Yeah, I know how that feels. I know the ungluing feeling. Isn't it wonderful? The other woman told me that she thinks she's getting that everything is an extension of her. And she said that realization is freeing and beautiful. I agree, it is. Neville says the universe is infinite response bearing witness to our states of consciousness. Said another way, a biblical way, John 6, says, No one comes to me unless the Father calls him. There's freedom and beauty in my understanding of that statement. In the lecture, The Law of Liberty, Neville shares once again the story of how he was able to disentangle himself from his first wife so he could marry another woman. I'm not going to retell that story. If you've been listening to Neville or reading his lectures, I'm sure you've come across it already. And you can listen to this lecture on YouTube in Neville's own voice. And Brian Scott, I believe, reads it on his channel as well. You can also find it in Natalie Burnett's compilation of lectures, the 1964 collection. Anyway, this lecture, uh, The Law of Liberty, he tells a story about how his wife his first wife, ended up in court for shoplifting. And he says that that act that she did was because of his activity in imagination. He wanted to be remarried and imagined being remarried. Neville says that his first wife had to do what she did to fulfill his wish. Now, how shoplifting led to him remarrying, you can find out through the story. Just check out the lecture if you haven't heard the story. In this lecture, Neville mentions how at a previous talk, he took a lot of heat for sharing that story. I guess maybe it was because of what those people in attendance thought of the sanctity of marriage. I'm not sure, and he didn't say. But in this lecture, he explains that he told the story to encourage everyone there to forgive every being in this world. He says, because you are the cause of the behavior of everyone you're observing in this world. I told it only to show you that you don't condemn anyone. You and you alone are the author of the things happening in your life. When I first started studying Neville, I just didn't get it. I heard him say that, but I was still thinking that I'm separate and I'm, it's you know us against them still have to fight. I have to go about fixing people and things, fix the problems in my life. And so I continued to have plenty of problems to fix. <laughs> it was a more combative way of living, a way of thinking and imagining. I was still seeing myself as separate from everyone else. So every day 
was a battle. I didn't see that those with whom I came into contact were only behaving the way they were because of my own state of consciousness. You and you alone are the author of the things happening in your life. <laughs> when I first started understanding that from experience, it was infuriating. I was mad that I couldn't blame others for my misfortune. How can I be responsible for their asinine behavior? <laughs> then I learned more, a little more, and a little more, and my anger, I was still mad, but now I'm mad at myself. Why do I keep imagining crap? <laughs> I ask myself that many times. One day, after a series of vivid uh, dreams, sleeping dreams and waking dreams, experiences I had over the course of a few days, I could see it clearly. And I knew that what Neville is saying is absolutely true. It was a shock, a real shock to the very core of who I thought I was. I can tell you, it is freeing and beautiful, as the woman I spoke with said. You might not agree with me or Neville. I didn't at first, but I can't deny it now. And you might think I'm crazy. <laughs> I probably am a little. <laughs> and by the way, don't ever think that I'm telling you what to believe and what to do. I had an email conversation with someone recently and they misunderstood what I was saying and thought I was lecturing them, correcting them. I don't ever want to do that. I don't ever want to come across as someone who thinks they're better than anyone else. I assure you, I am not. <laughs> I am you. We're all one. Now, for me, I, I can't help but have a, a reverence, a profound love for all of creation, everything in my world. I'll get choked up about seemingly commonplace things, awe and joy over the, the whole lifeness of life. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it here. I'll stand and marvel at the way one particular cloud stands out in stark white against the deep blue sky, or even have a little conversation with the pair of doves that always greet me at my front door. There's beauty all around me, all around you. Even in the midst of the chaos I might create, there's still beauty and freedom. When I have a situation come up that's less than ideal, I really can't help but laugh at it, laugh at what I did and my little reaction to that event. I know I did it. Sometimes I may not remember exactly when I planted the seed. Other times I can remember clearly when and how I did it. And that's part of the beauty of it for me. And it's further proof, not that I need proof anymore, that consciousness is the only reality and I have the freedom to change my world. I can revise when I planted the seed, revise the current moment, or just laugh it off. 
for me, when I'm at the point of laughing at myself and my situation, that is a revision. I've removed the sting from it. Whatever negative meaning I was giving it is now gone. And I don't see these less than lovely moments as failures anymore. I don't beat myself up for imagining something like that. I'll just get caught up in a doom loop and be so far away from where I want to be, trapped in this self-condemnation thing. Why do you do it? Why do you keep imagining that? Everything and everyone reflects my state, and I choose to see each and every event as part of a bridge of incidents if it isn't the actual expression of a particular desire. Remember, you decide the meaning. You decide what something means to you. You're the one that breathes life into it. I've mentioned the hurricanes a number of times. <laughs> we had two hurricanes that hit last year. If you've been listening to my podcast, uh, I think Snakes and Hurricanes was the first episode where I talked about the, at, the t at that time, an upcoming hurricane, Hurricane Laura. I think that was recorded on the day we evacuated or the day before. If you've been listening since then, you've probably heard me talk about the hurricanes and the damage that Hurricane Laura and Hurricane Delta caused to our house. Before last year's hurricane season, way before, in the months and years before, Kim and I had been talking about how we want to change this or that in the house and redo a lot of things. And a couple of months before last year's hurricane season, I walked through the house talking just to myself, pointing out the things that I wanted to change, things I wanted to update and replace. Well, wouldn't you know it, after both hurricanes, we now have to replace everything that we wanted to replace. I wouldn't have come up with hurricanes as part of a bridge of incidents. There's no way. I've been around them too often to ever intentionally bring one to my doorstep. But I cannot deny the cause. I could have reacted with panic and anger over all the destruction, but I chose to see this whole thing as an adventure. And we've had an adventure, all right. In these nine months following the hurricanes, I've gotten to meet new people in places I've never gone before and never thought I would go. And I've had wonderful conversations everywhere. It's funny how when the big things happen, those are easier to handle. While, uh, like the hurricanes or when my son was in his motorcycle accident. But it's those little things that happen during the day that I initially had trouble with. And I'm not perfect at it. Like the people in front of me at the grocery store moving oh so slowly down the aisle. And they're blocking the entire thing. Single file people. <laughs> or someone cutting me off in traffic. All of creation is responding to my state of consciousness. In the game of life, Neville says, if you apply this law, you can predict your future. Feel a new mood rise within you. Sustain it, and soon you will meet people who embody this new state. Even inanimate objects are under the sway of these affinities. In a certain mood, I've gone to my library and removed a book I have not touched in years. And when I casually open it, 
I find confirmation of my mood. A table, though remaining the same, will be seen differently based upon your momentary mood, for everything reflects it. It is your mood which decides your fortune, not your fortune that decides your mood. People feeling poor attract poverty, not knowing that if they felt rich, they would attract wealth. Hey, if you find yourself in a painful situation, don't spend time trying to figure out how or why the hell you imagined such a thing. Just move. Decide what you do want. Without judgment of what you were imagining, without limits on what you do want, and assume the feeling of that new state now, right now. Set about consciously choosing states that you want to express daily from now on. And you might be new to Neville. I've met a number of people recently, thanks to Lila over at Nevolution, who aren't that familiar with Neville's lectures. You might have a difficult time with this whole idea of one cause. Well, don't take my word for it. You decide to start noticing how seeming others are reflecting your state of consciousness. It'll work. A simple decision to start paying attention and you'll see it. And even if you have the shock that I did, the shock will fade, fade into the beauty and freedom of who you really are. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.